0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. On the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Ohio Department of Health reports that in the last week, COVID-19 hospitalizations increased by 22%. Tracy Townsend reports that health officials continued to sound the alarm this morning.
1: Some hospitals across the state have started to reschedule elective surgeries. To free up space. We can take steps to reduce the physical spread of the virus.
0: That's masking, distancing, being mindful of if we are in crowds or indoor spaces. However, in order for any of that to work, it is the people of Ohio who have to make it work.
1: The Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center held their own news conference, and they were echoing that concern about the rising level of hospitalizations. They talked about an increase in hospitalizations among pregnant women in central Ohio.
0: Biggest thing we're seeing right now is sicker women. We've had more patients critically ill on ventilators and ECMO than we've seen since the pandemic started. This is very frustrating because we have a tool against it, and the best tool against it is the vaccine.
1: National statistics show 48% of pregnant women who are hospitalized with COVID-19 deliver early and their babies are in the NICU for weeks. I'm Tracy Townsend.
0: Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther says Ohio's largest city is taking matters into its own hands to slow the spread of COVID-19. Gabriela Garcia explains.
1: Mayor Ginther says his executive order is all about keeping Columbus safe and keeping Columbus open.
0: An executive order requiring all individuals, regardless of vaccination status, to wear face masks in indoor public spaces.
1: The city says enforcement will be complaint-based, with businesses and other indoor spaces answering to Columbus Public Health. Those spaces will be fined for multiple offenses. Mayor Ginther is expected to sign the executive order on Friday. For now, in the short North, Gabriela Garcia.
0: Ohio has surpassed 21,000 deaths from the coronavirus. Dave James reports. The state health department puts the total at 21,020. Almost exactly half of them were age 80 and higher and 76% of the total were age 70 and older. 537 people at Ohio under age 50 have died of COVID. That's just 2.5% of the total. Dave James, I went in news. Facing a September 15th deadline, State House Republicans are presenting a map of the Ohio House and Senate districts this afternoon. The redistricting commission just heard testimony on state redistricting plans. That commission will vote on whether or not they want to introduce a commission map. The seven-member commission is tasked with drawing a new map for Ohio's 99 House and 33 Senate districts. If the panel's two Democrats don't agree to the changes, the map can still be passed for the next four years with a simple majority. If the two Democrats on the or to agree to the map it will stand for the next 10 years. In Washington, Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown is criticizing voter reform laws being passed around the country. Tracy Townsend has the story.
1: Supporters say those laws strengthen voter security. Senator Brown says those laws, mainly in Republican led states, are deciding who the voters are rather than letting voters decide who the politicians are.
0: Considering the Republicans' abolitionist history and the fact that a number of Republicans were very good on voting rights, that party should be ashamed
1: of themselves for what they've done to suppress the vote. Senator Brown says ending the filibuster is key to protecting voter rights, civil rights, and women's rights. He calls the filibuster a remnant of the segregated South. I'm Tracy Townsend.
0: Democratic candidate for Governor Nan Whaley calls corruption allegations against her baseless and untrue. Andrew Kinsey has more. Federal court documents were recently unsealed from the FBI. The probe looked into whether she might have been given money as a bribe back in 2013, while a Dayton City Commissioner Whaley said she never knew she was under investigation and says nothing was taken. The governor was also asked about Nan Whaley's corruption allegations and said he knew nothing about it. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Some school districts in Ohio are having food supply problems. Kaylee Kirby explains.
1: Since the pandemic hit, school meals are free for all students. But local food service directors say it wasn't taken into account how many students would take advantage of it. And it's not an easy fix. Farmers are having issues getting produce and crops to offset the increase. Production is lagging because places don't have enough workers. On top of that, there's not enough truck drivers to transport the food to districts. District leaders tell me they've been told to prepare for these problems well into next year. I'm Kaylee Kirby.
0: West of Cleveland, police in Avon Lake say 50-year-old Jeffrey Hull shot and killed his wife, two young children, and one of the two family dogs before taking his own life on Tuesday, Will Uick says it has devastated the community. Dr. David Miller, the medical director at UH Connor Integrative Health Network, says you should never lie to your kids about these tragic situations. However, you should adjust what you say to their maturity level.
1: For the younger kids, I would say sometimes really scary things happen, but you're okay, we're okay, and reassure them of their safety. So I think it becomes a matter of telling as
0: much of the truth as we can without creating more trauma. He also recommends having kids get together and grieve as a group. I'm Will Eweck. And some football games around Ohio will look a little different this weekend because of the uniforms some teams are wearing. Clay Gordon explains. More than a dozen high school football teams across the state will be wearing Ohio Army National Guard camouflage jerseys as a way to commemorate the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks this week. With the program being named Hometown Hero Game of the Week, the Ohio High School Athletic Association approved the pattern for the home team to wear back in 2019. I'm Clay Gordon.